السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولاه ما بعد أي brothers and sisters حياكم الله وبياكم it is the fifth narration of the forty نووي a hadith of great importance a hadith of great magnitude a hadith of foundational nature the famous hadith of Umm al-Mu'mineen Aisha radiyallahu anha wa ardaha al-hadith al-khamis an Umm al-Mu'mineen Umm Abdillahi Aisha radiyallahu anha qalat qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fahuwa raddun رواه البخاري ومسلم وفي رواية لمسلم من عمل عملا ليس عليه أمرنا فهو رد أو فهو رد يعني brothers and sisters this hadith in spite of its brevity and in spite of its limitation in terms of words it is of it is of great profound uh, and it is one that the scholars have based literally hundreds of thousands of rulings in Islam based on this particular hadith. This hadith goes a long way and you should memorize it, brothers and sisters. You should memorize it because this hadith will help you refute any mubtadi' on planet earth. Any mubtadi' on planet earth can be refuted uh, via or by virtue of this particular hadith shukran jazilan imra'atun jabat qahwatun bismillah oh ba very ba طيب الشرح the explanation kunniyat aishatu رضي الله عنها بأم المؤمنين لأنها إحدى زوجات النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم عائشة was given the kunya kunya is a nickname kunya is a nickname she was given the nickname the mother of the believers because she is one of the wives of the Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم all y'all know that the Prophet وسلم, had a lot of wives. He had plenty of wives, alayhi salatu salam. وَجَمِيعُ أُمَّهَاتِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يُكَنَّيْنَ بِهَذِهِ الْكُنْيَةِ And all of the mothers of the believers are called by that nickname. كَمَا قَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ As Allah the Exalted and Might said, وَأَزْوَاجُهُ أُمَّهَاتُهُمْ And his wives are their mothers. The pronouns here, أَزْوَاجُهُ i.e. أَزْوَاجُ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ وَأُمَّهَاتُهُمْ the, the ha here, the pronoun ha is in reference to الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَكُلُّ زَوْجَاتِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ أُمَّهَاتِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أو أُمَّهَاتُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ مُبْتَدَأً خَبَرٌ 
So all of the wives of the Prophet وسلم, are also the mothers of all the believers. As for the kunya, which is the kunya, the nickname Umm Abdullah, and did she have a son? May Allah be pleased with her or no? الجواب والجواب أنه ذكر بعض أهل العلم ذكر بعض أهل العلم أنه ولد لها ولد سقط لم يعش Some of the people of knowledge said that she was given she had a child that was uh, the keyboard piece that was miscarried and did not survive وذكر آخرون أنه لم يولد لها لا سقط ولا حي and other scholars said she did not have any children Neither one that was miscarried, uh, nor one that was alive. But she gave herself that nickname because it is the most beloved names to Allah, Abdullahi wa Abdul Rahman. The most beloved names to Allah is Abdullah and Abdul Rahman. Bismillah. هذا اسم أم هذا اسم أم المؤمنين وهي ابنة أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه. His statement Aisha, this is the name of the mother of the believer, and she is the daughter of Abu Bakr Siddiq. May Allah be pleased with him. تزوجها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ولها ست سنين. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم married her when she was six years old. And don't you dare. Don't you dare say otherwise. Don't you dare lie. Don't you dare get shy. Don't you dare get apologetic. Don't you dare run your mouth about the subject matter. Inshallah, the entirety of the kuffar don't like it. May they roast in hell. If they go on to criticize Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, la khayra fihim. There's no goodness in them. وَلَا بَارَكَ اللَّهُ فِيهِمْ May Allah not bless them. وَتَبَّنْ لَهُمْ سَائِرَ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ And may they, may they be damned for the rest of the day and the night. Talking about calling the Prophet ﷺ names because of something that was completely, completely and culturally acceptable back then. Something that was completely normal back then. So much so that she was engaged to someone before she married the Prophet ﷺ. That's how it was back then. And now this Western world, this filthy, disgusting Western world where you don't even know whether a person is a male or a female or stuck in between, people that identify as everything except what Allah created them with, they have the nerve to dictate morality and what is right and what is wrong and what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. Those war criminals, those filthy, disgusting lowlifes are the ones who go going to uh, set the rules for what is acceptable culturally and what is not. And what is pedophilia and what is not? They need to shut their mouths, all of them together. The worst, the worst uh, civilization to, to live upon the planet since Allah created mankind. It's probably the one that we're going through today, this day and time. Those disgusting nobodies. They want to talk nasty about the Prophet and, and some Muslims are little chicken. Chicken. They're, they're scared. They're afraid of upholding the truth and speaking out 
So they twist the, the Quran and the Sunnah to appease and please a bunch of a bunch of low lives who have been destined to hell. وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ خِذْلَانْ وَاللَّهِ خِذْلَانْ وَبَنَى بِهَا وَلَهَا تِسْعُ سِنِينَ And he consummated the marriage when she was nine years old. Meaning, as the scholars say, after she had reached her uh, uh, puberty, after her first menstruation. And the menstruation is the biological sign that a woman is able to bear children and therefore she's able to have relations. It's not rocket science there. وَرَوَتْ لِلْأُمَّةِ عِلْمًا كَثِيرًا وَفِقْهًا غَزِيرًا And she has narrated for this ummah abundance of knowledge and advanced jurisprudential understandings. فَهِيَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا مِنَ الْمُحَدِّثَاتِ وَمِنَ الْفَقِيهَاتِ She, may Allah be pleased with her, was, was among the scholars of hadith and the scholars of fiqh. وَقَوْلُهُ مَنْ أَحْدَثَ فِي أَمْرِنَا هَذَا مَا لَيْسَ مِنْهُ فَهُوَ رَدْ مَنْ شَرْطِيَّ وَأَحْدَثَ فِعْلُ الشَّرْطِ So men here, whosoever, this is the, uh, the, the conditional uh, uh, tool. And أَحْدَثَ is the, is the action of the uh, condition. The answer of the condition, جواب الشرط فهو رد, it is rejected. واقترن الجواب بالفعل أنه جملة اسمية. So the reason why the answer is 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 accompanied with the letter فاء فهو رد is because it is a I think they call it a nominal sentence. وكلما كان جواب الشرط جملة اسمية وجب اقترانه بالفاء. Whenever then the conditional clause, whenever it is associated with a nominal sentence, that it is then it will be associated with the فاء. وعلى هذا قول الناظم في ما يجب اقترانه بالفاء Anyways, this is advanced grammar. We're not going to go there. So what is red rejected? Did I even translate the hadith? I didn't even translate the hadith. Allahu Akbar. The hadith says, whoever introduces into this affair of ours that which is not of it will have it rejected. And another narration in Muslim, whoever does a deed that is not in agreement with our affair will have it rejected. All of these are grammar. We have to skip. وَإِنْ كُنَّا أُولَاتِ حَمْلٍ أَيْ مَحْمُولٍ عَلَى كُلِّ حَالٍ وَقَوْلِ مَنْ أَحْدَثَ أَيْ أَوْجَدَ شَيْئًا لَمْ يَكُنْ So let's now get the technical with the area that needs technicality because it's not a grammar lesson, it's not an أجرومية So مَنْ أَحْدَثَ What is إِحْدَاثِ أَوْجَدَ شَيْئًا لَمْ يَكُنْ To bring something that did not exist before To introduce something that was non-existent في أمرنا أي ديننا وشريعتنا what is intended by an our affair meaning our religion and our legislation our legislation ما ليس منه that which is not part of it أي ما لم يشرعه الله ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم that which what is intended by that which is not part of it meaning that which was neither legislated by Allah or his nor his messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم 
فهو رد فإنه مردود عليه حتى وإن صدر عن إخلاص It is to be rejected and it will be returned and not accepted from them even if it came from a place of sincerity. Even if it came from a place of sincerity. That's because Allah said, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ And they were only commanded to worship Allah alone, being sincere to Him in the religion. وَلِقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِ غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ and because of the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal, and whosoever seeks a religion other than Islam, it will never be accepted of them, and he will be in the hereafter among the losers. Muslim, and the narration in Muslim, man amila amalan laysa alayhi amruna fahuwarad. This narration, the second one, is more encompassing and more general than the the riwayah that we're dealing with here, which is man ahdatha. So the one that says man amila amalan is more comprehensive and general than the hadith or the narration that says man ahdatha. Wa riwayah, the meaning of this narration, ay man amila amal, kana This one means whoever does any deed, whether it is an act of worship or a transaction, aw ghayra dhalik, laysa alayhi or any other matter that is not in line with Allah and is not in line with the command of Allah and His Messenger, then that, that person will have that rejected. This hadith is a fundamental from the fundamentals of Islam. It's a principle from the principles of Islam. وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبُلَ فَتَفَرَّقَ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِهِ This uh, hadith has been uh, reinforced and has been uh, uh, alluded to in the statement of Allah Azza wa Jalla in the Quran and that verily this is my path, my straight path, so follow it and do not follow other paths lest it mislead you from the path. وَكَذَلِكَ الْآيَاتِ الَّتِي سُقْنَاهَا دَالَّةٌ عَلَىٰ هَذَا الْأَصْلَ الْعَظِيمِ Also those ayat we recited earlier, all of them indicate this great fundamental principle. وَقَدْ اتَّفَقَ الْعُلَمَاءُ رَحِمَهُمُ اللَّهُ أَنَّ الْعِبَادَةَ لَا تَصُحُّ إِلَّا إِذَا جَمَعَتْ أَمْرَيْنِ لَا تَصِحْ أَوْ لَا تَصُحْ لَا تَصِحُ بِكَسْرِ الصَّادِ إيش فيها بابا؟ and the scholars have agreed, may Allah have mercy on them, uh, that worship is not sound. Worship does, is not accepted unless it combines two matters. الإخلاصو, the first of them is sincerity. والثاني, and the second of them, وسلم, copying and following the way of the Prophet and uh, and the following the Prophet ﷺ was derived from this hadith and from the ayah that we mentioned also. Min fawaid hadith. What are some of the benefits of this hadith? 
تحريم احداث شيء في دين الله ولو عن حسن قصد the prohibition of introducing anything into the deen of Allah even if it's done with a good intention ولو كان الكل ولو كان القلب يرق لذلك ويقبل عليه even if the heart may soften for this or might يعني might be inclined towards this this deed whatever it is لأن هذا من عمل الشيطان because this is the byproduct of the shaitan's work subhanallah this is the byproduct of the shaitan's work so even if you feel ya yeah, akhi like the person who invented the, some of the weak narrations about surah ar-rahman and surah yasin and surah al-waqi'ah he was asked yeah what are you doing what are you doing he said i saw the muslims busy with the dunya and busy you know doing trade and abandoning the book of allah i thought i'd come up with these hadith that will you know have the people read the the book of allah again wow you know what i'm saying straight up so this is from the work of the shaitan. Nothing that is a bid'ah is accepted. If you want to know more about the subject matter, I do recommend you watch one of my favorite all-time lectures of all time. The lecture, The Extermination of Innovation. The Extermination of Innovation. It was one of those old but gold lectures, inshallah ta'ala, may Allah accept from us, where a lot of effort and preparation was put into those lectures. Uh, so that, you know, save you the headache of having to do the research on your own, delivered in simple language, straightforward, no beating around the bush, you know, you know how it goes. If you really want to, if you're, you're dealing with family members that are in, infested with uh, bid'ah and fascinated with them, and you want to learn how to prove them wrong and guide them to the deen of Allah properly, please watch the lecture, The Extermination of Innovation. It will give you some, some strong tools, inshallah, to move forward with. حلو فإن قال قائل if a person were to say لو أحدثت شيئا أصله من الشريعة لكن جعلته على صفة معينة لم يأتي بها الدين هل يكون مردودا أو لا if you introduce something but that thing its its root its basics its basis is in the religion but you have made it in a way that the religion didn't necessarily bring. Would it also be rejected or no? The answer is, it will also be rejected. Like the many ibadat and athkar and uh, different manners that the people have introduced, all of them are rejected. I can give you a week in one life. We were to enumerate, me and you, brothers and sisters, if you and I, and everybody here, if we were to enumerate all of the bid'ah that we have seen in our lives, then we will be here for weeks. The amount of bid'ah that we had in the family, you know what I'm saying? Like the things that we used to say and do that have nothing to do with Islam is something to, 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 to be amazed uh, uh, with. Like uh, reciting Surah Al-Duha when you lose something. Imagine how much time of our lives was wasted when we would lose something at home, walk around the house, what is the connection between Surah Al-Duha and losing something is something that I still don't understand. But that's what we were told. And we were also told that, um, you know, the prayer rug, you have to fold it. Because if you don't fold the prayer rug, 
the shaitan will pretend that he's praying and, and mock Allah and have fun. <laughs> so it was like a big deal. Somebody will walk around the house and see a rug that is completely open and it will be like, whoa, whoa, yo, whoa, who did this? Like, you know, like someone let the, kept the water running or someone, you know, lit the house on fire. Yo, chill out, man. Chill out with this nonsense. Oh, the shaitan. Let the shaitan pray. If the shaitan, by then the shaitan, the, the, the shaitan doesn't pray. He only prays on a on a perfect rug. Like if the rug had a, if, if you folded it on top, the shaitan be like, oh man, I was going to pray dhuhr. It's gone now. These Muslims are so smart. They keep outsmarting me by uh, folding the tip of the, the rug. Yani the amount of stupidity involved in this bid'ah. Is, is is painful. Whoever thought of it and whoever believed it, whoever acted upon it, all of these people combined must have had the IQ of an ant. And ants are probably smarter. How, how, how did we even fall for this trap? And we can go on forever talking about bid'ah that we know in our lives and our people around us. But you know, hey, all of these are rejected. All of these are rejected. Hey. وليعلم أن المتابعة لا تتحقق إلا إذا كان العمل موافقا للشريعة في أمور ستة Know that following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is not established unless the deed is in agreement with the sharia in six different matters سببه its cause وجنسه its type وَقَدْرُهُ أَوْ قَدَرَهُ It's quantity. وَكَيْفِيَّتُهُ أو في أمور ستة No, these are all majroor. سَبَبِهِ وَجِنْسِهِ وَقَدَرِهِ أو وَقَدْرِهِ وَكَيْفِيَّتِهِ It's, it's howness, it's, uh, it's modality. وَزَمَانِهِ وَمَكَانِهِ And it's time and it's place. Anytime you do an ibadah, it has to agree with the legislation in, in these six matters. If you have five out of six, it's rejected. Four out of six, rejected. Three out of six, rejected. And so on and so forth. So on and so forth. فَإِذَا لَمْ يُوَافِقِ الشَّرِيعَةِ فِي هَذِي الْأُمُورِ السِّتَّةِ فَهُوَ بَاطِلٌ مَرْدُودٌ If it doesn't agree with the sharia and those six matters, or this six elements, or six characteristics, then it is rejected. Because it is a type of introducing it to the deen of Allah that which is not part of it. The Shaykh will break it down, so don't panic. Don't panic, you will get it all, inshallah, on a, on a silver plate. First, that the deed should be in agreement with the Sharia in its cause, its reason. لم يجعله الله تعالى سببا مثل أن يصلي ركعتين كلما دخل بيته ويتخذها سنة فهذا مردود For example uh, that a person does a deed or an ibadah which Allah did not make a reason such as he prays two rak'at he did not give him a cause or a reason behind it such as he prays two rak'at every time he enters his house and he makes it a sunnah This is mardud, this is rejected مع أن الصلاة أصلها مشروع even though foundationally speaking salah is legislated but what he accompanied with a reason that was not in agreement with the reason in the legislation that it became rejected. It became rejected. 
Another example. لو أن أحدا أحدث عيدا لانتصار المسلمين في بدر. If someone were to invent a celebration, if someone were to celebrate the victory of Muslims in the Battle of Badr, فإنه يرد عليه. It is to be rejected. لأنه ربطه بسبب لم لم يجعله الله ورسوله سببا because he has linked it to a reason or a cause which Allah and His Messenger did not make a cause of of an act of worship. ثانيا, secondly, أن يكون العمل موافقا أن يكون العمل موافقا للشريعة في الجنس. The, can we please close this door? That the deed, the action, the deed has to be in line with the Sharia in terms of the type or kind. فلو تعبد لله بعبادة لم يش لم يشرع لم يشرع جنسها فهي غير مقبولة. If you were to seek nearness to Allah with an ibadah, the, the, but that type or that kind was not legislated, it is rejected. مثال ذلك لو أن أحدا ضحى بفرس. If somebody wanted to offer as a sacrificial animal for Eid a horse, if he chose a horse as an uthiya, فإن ذلك مردود عليه ولا يقبل من. That is rejected. It will not be accepted of him. لأنه مخالف للشريعة في الجنس because it's not in agreement with the Sharia. It's opposing the Sharia in terms of the type or the kind. إذ إن الأضاحي إنما تكون من بهيمة الأنعام وهي الإبل والبقر والغنم because أضحية can only be from the uh, livestock, namely camels, cows, and sheep. أما لو ذبح فرسا ليتصدق بلحمها فهذا جائز. But if he were to slaughter a horse to give its meat in uh, as a charity, then that is permissible. لأنه لم يتقرب إلى الله بذبح أضحية because he's not offering this horse as an أضحية. وإنما ذبحه ليتصدق بلحمه. He only offered it to give its meat as a charity, in donation. ثالثا أن يكون العمل موافقا للشريعة في القدر. That the uh, deed has to be in line with the Sharia in terms of the quantity. فلو تعبد شخص لله عز وجل بقدر زائد على الشريعة لم يقبل منه. If somebody were to uh, seek nearness to Allah, worship Allah with a quantity or a portion beyond what the legislation stipulated, it will be rejected and it will not be accepted. مثال ذلك ومثال ذلك an example of that. رجل توضأ أربع مرات أي غسل كل عضو أربع مرات. A man who made wudu four times, i.e. he washed every part four times. The fourth one will not be accepted. Because it's above and beyond what the legislation brought. Rather, we have narrated to us from the hadith that the Prophet ﷺ did wudu in three repetitions. And he said, whoever does beyond that, he has he has been bad and he has transgressed and he has been oppressive. Subhanallah. Rabi'an. I hope you are paying attention. This is important for you in your life. An yakuna al-amala muwafiqa lishari'ati fil kayfiyya. The deed has to be in line with the sharia in terms of the modality or the how-ness or the method. We could say method. فَلَوْ عَمِلَ شَخْصٌ عَمَلًا If a person were to do a deed يَتَعَبَّدُ بِهِ لِلَّهِ وَخَالَفَ الشَّرِيعَ فِي كَيْفِيَتِهِ 
He is again seeking nearness to Allah. He's worshiping Allah, but it opposes the Sharia and its and its uh, method. لم يقبل منه وعمله مردود عليه. Not accepted, rejected. ومثاله an example. لو أن رجلا صلى وسجد قبل أن يركع. If a person prayed and did sujood before ruku', فصلاته باطلة مردودة. His salah is his salah is باطلة and مردودة. Rejected. And false. Because it does not agree with the Sharia in terms of the modality or the method or the howness. Uh-huh. Similarly, if you were to make wudu in but by by following a disorder, by disordering the uh, uh, sequence of wudu. For example, by beginning with the foot, then the head, then the hand, then the face. Your ablution is false and is, is invalid, void. Because it, it opposes the sharia in terms of the modality or the method. Fifthly, it has to be in line with the Sharia in terms of the time, the time, the, the either duration or the, the time. If you pray before the time entered, the salah will be rejected. Because it is a time in a time other than the one that the legislation had stipulated. And if you were to offer your sacrificial animal before you pray Salatul Eid, it will not be accepted because it does not agree with the legislation in terms of the time. If you do i'tikaf, seclude yourself in the masjid other than the 10 nights of Ramadan, uh, it, will, it will not be, uh, it is not legislated, but it's allowed. لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أقر عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه على الاعتكاف في المسجد الحرام حين نذره. Because Prophet acknowledged and approved the اعتكاف of عمر بن الخطاب when he had made that vow. ولو أن أحدا أخر العبادة المؤقتة عن وقتها بلا عذر. If a person was to if a person were to delay the uh, a, 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 an act of worship that has a stipulated time. And he delayed it beyond his time, bila uzur, with no excuse. Can salla al-fajra ba'da tulu'i al-shamsi ghayra ma'zur. Such as a person who prays fajr after sunrise without an excuse. Fasalatuhu marduda, his salah is rejected. Li'annahu amila amalan laysa alayhi amrullahi wa rasulih. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because he has done a deed that, that, that is not aligned with the command of Allah and his messenger, alayhi wa sallam. And I, to my surprise, ikhwan, there were many of my colleagues at work, not many, some of my colleagues at work did not even know. Do you know how many Muslims think it's completely fine to wake up for work and then pray Fajr and go to work? And they wake up for work at 8 o'clock or 8.30? Like they deliberately, they deliberately do not pray Fajr. They deliberately do not pray Fajr. They sleep and they think it's completely fine that once they wake up, they pray and then they go to work. And when I told the brother, he was thrown off. Like, what? You kidding me? 
how am I going to wake up this early in the morning? And how am I going to go back to sleep? And man, it's like somebody told them that one plus one equals two. The guy completely lost it. Imagine, imagine. They don't know. Ignorance is widespread. Ignorance is all over the place. That's why we have an obligation to learn this deen and educate others. You'll be surprised how many people around you don't know the basics of Islam. They don't know the basics of Islam. This is a very basic subject matter. If you deliberately intend not to wake up for Fajr, according to some of the scholars, you have left Islam. If you actually don't wake up for Salat al-Fajr and you deliberately the night before did not want to wake up because you're tired, you've left Islam by missing that Salat. You have to enter back into Islam to continue the rest of your Muslim life. It's a very serious matter. And yes, your life revolves around Salat. Salat comes first. Then comes work, and then comes this, and then comes that. People put salah on the, the last of their, uh, the end, you know, the last thing on their uh, priority list. They think about work and income and and, and salary before they think of, of uh, worshiping Allah Azza wa Jal. What is that going to do for you on Yom Al Qiyamah? So you cannot you cannot pray Fajr after Fajr and think it's okay. Now, if once in a blue moon you fall asleep and you you intend to wake up, you set up the alarm. You're so tired, you don't wake up. As soon as you wake up, you pray. Okay, you could you still have to feel extremely bad and 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 and, and uh, you know hold yourself accountable. Account yourself. What have I done that has uh, made me you know uh, uh, had made Allah deprive me of praying fajr or waking up for salah? Something must be terribly wrong. Whatever it is, identify it and address it and cure it and get rid of it. That's the bottom line. When you, when once in a blue moon, once every six months or once every five months, you don't wake up for Salatul Fajr, man, there's something terribly wrong. There's something terribly wrong in your Iman. Don't act like you don't know. Don't act like it's normal. It is not normal. It is not okay. As a Muslim, your whole life, you're expected to wake up for Fajr every single day and pray Fajr hadir, on time within the time allocated for Salatul Fajr, i.e. before sunrise. Kapish. Huh? Huh? Sadisan. The deed has to be in line with the sharia in terms of the place. If a person were to do itikaf in other than the masajid, such as a person doing itikaf in the school or at home, like many of our sisters. I think this is a, a, a phenomenon in the subcontinent where sisters uh, uh, you know, think that they do itikaf at home. Or she's doing i'tikaf at home the last nights of Ramadan. Hey, i'tikaf at home, ya shaykha. You're doing i'tikaf at home whole life anyways. And your home is the place where you're secluded for the most part. There is no i'tikaf at home. There is no i'tikaf at home. Even if you turn a room into a secluded place and it's distraction, it is not i'tikaf. I'tikaf has to be in the masjid. And the mothers of the believers did i'tikaf in the masjid. In the masjid. There's no i'tikaf at home. There is no such thing as i'tikaf at home. You can worship Allah all you want and you will be rewarded accordingly. But don't say that I'm doing i'tikaf because that doesn't count. The i'tikaf is not sound because it doesn't agree with the sharia in terms of the location or the place of i'tikaf. The, the place of i'tikaf is the masajid. Masajid is the plural of masjid. طيب يعني وبعدين يا حاج فانتبه لهذه الأصول الستة وطبق عليها كل ما يريد عليك. Pay attention to these six 
and apply them to everything that comes your way. So we have to, we, I'm going to repeat them for your benefit again. Right here, brothers, sisters, right here, right here. Sabab, al-jins, al-qadr, al-kayfiyya, al-zaman, wal-makan. Al-sabab, the cause or the reason. Al-jins, the kind or the type. Al-qadr, the quantity. Al-kayfiyya, the method or the howness or the modality. Al-zaman, the time. Al-makan, the place. Every deed you do has to agree with the shara' and all of these six. So when someone tells me, Ya akhi, uh, uh, why can't we say, uh, why can't we, my, my mother actually, let's not go far. My mother came across uh, some hadith, uh, some fabricated hadith or some sheikh, some uh, Abu Bissa sheikh, who said that you should recite Surah Al-Waqi'ah after Fajr and Surah Yasin after Dhuhr and Surah Al-Rahman after Asr. And Surah Al-Dukhan after Maghrib Surah Al-Madri'ish after Isha And if you do this you will find peace and tranquility And happiness and satisfaction And joy and ya'ni MashaAllah Tabarakallah And my mother got excited like yay this is good And then you know I have to say My mom Barakallahu fiki Jazakallahu khairan It doesn't work this way Because she said but it's reciting Quran This is the argument What's wrong with reciting the Quran? So I said, Mama, nothing's wrong with reciting the Quran. What's wrong with the Salah upon the Prophet? She said, nothing. I said, okay, then after every ayah of the Fatiha, say it. After every ayah of the Fatiha, say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Allahumma salli wa sallam ala Muhammad, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Allahumma salli wa She said, no. I said, no, then no. She's like, aha, I got you. I understand. So even though the shaitan beautifies it, where well, there's nothing wrong, and you get to, you know, you get to read Quran, and you get to memorize the surah, she said, I want to I want to recite it with the intention of memorizing it. I said, Mama, this is the shaitan trying to insist on you doing a bid'ah. He's giving you now another reason. You could have memorized it before. You could have memorized for another reason. No means no. Alhamdulillah, she complied. But, you, you know, this is how it works. So when you memorize those things, you'll be able to sort out your binis. Tamam? Aina nahnu ya ibadallah salihin. Here's a, a number of, of matters or examples of things that would be rejected because they oppose Allah the, the, the command or the affair of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whoever buys or sells after the second adhan has been called on the day of Jumu'ah. And that person is obliged, is among those who are obliged to attend Jumu'ah because he could be crazy, he could be underage, he could be whatever. Then that transaction, that contract is false. Because it opposes the affair and the command of Allah and His Messenger. If this happened, that transaction has to be returned. That sale, that sale has to be returned. So the money is given back to the buyer and the product is given back to the seller. When Prophet was told that the good type of date, it was it was being it was being exchanged one saw of good dates with two saw of regular dates, and two is being replaced with three. He said he said return it. meaning return the sale. Because it opposes the command of Allah and His Messenger. Al-Mithal al-Thani. 
لو تزوجت المرأة بلا ولي فالزواج باطل if a woman were to get married without a guardian her marriage is false and void and invalid and rejected لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا نكاح إلا بولي the Prophet said there is no valid marriage except with a guardian as opposed to what I think the Hanafi madhab has and some of our sisters who believe because if they are divorced she becomes her own wali إيش الخبل والجنون هذا so they think if she's a virgin then she uh, she needs a wali once she gets married and she gets divorced خلاص يعني she can marry herself off to anyone she sees walking down the street no such thing حبيبتي you still need your uh, wali المثال الثالث the third example لو طلق رجل امرأته وهي حائض if a man were to divorce his wife while she is menstruating فهل يقع الطلاق أو لا يقع is the uh, divorce uh, uh, is the divorce does it occur or does it or not occur and does it register or it's not registered it doesn't count does it count or does it not count الجواب فيه خلاف بين العلماء the answer is there's a disagreement among the scholars ولما ذكر الامام احمد رحمه الله القول بانه لا يقع الطلاق في الحيض قال هذا قول سوء when it was mentioned imam ahmad rahimahullah that the it was said to him that the divorce is not counted if it occurs when the woman is menstruating he said this is a evil statement وهذا قول الإمام أحمد رحمه الله ونهيك به علما في الحديث والفقه. This is the opinion of Imam Ahmad رحمه الله and sufficient for you is is his his level in knowledge and and hadith and fiqh. وقد أنكر هذا القول بعدم وقوع الطلاق and he he rejected the statement that the talaq does not occur. ويرى أن الطلاق في الحيض يقع ويحسب طلقة. He saw, he was of the opinion that the talaq the divorce that occurs while the woman is menstruating actually is counts. It counts and it's considered as one divorce. لكن هناك من يقول إنه لا يقع. But there are others who say no, it does not count as a divorce. كشيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية رحمه الله. Like الشيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية. والمسألة خلافية. This is a matter where the scholars have differed. لكن ذكرت هنا حتى لا تتهاون في إفتاء الناس بعدم وقوع الطلاق في الحيض. But I mentioned here so that you don't don't become laxed by giving the fatwa to the people that talaq does not count if the woman is menstruating. بل ألزموهم به لأنهم التزموا. Rather rather make them stick to it because they chose that. They chose to give the talaq while the woman is menstruating. كما ألزم عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه الناس بالطلاق الثلاث لما التزموا. Just like Umar al-Khattab forced upon the people the, the three divorce when they when they forced it upon themselves. Because it's, the divorce is supposed to be one time and then there's the idda, then a second time. And, so when a man says you're talik, talik, talik. Umar said, okay, you want to play games? Okay, then it, it happened. Now it, it's three talaq. Now deal with the consequences because that's a talqa bayluniya. This becomes a type of divorce where he can never be with this woman again. As opposed to if it's a regular talaq, if the idda ends and she winds up marrying another man and winds up divorcing the other man and you wind up wanting to take her back, then you could. al we're not going to get into the technicalities of that. Uh, even though the three talaq was counted as one at the time of the Prophet وعهد أبي بكر وسنتين من خلافة عمر and at the time of Abu Bakr and even the first two years of the خلافة أبو بكر of عمر لكن لما تجرأ الناس على المحرم when the people became relaxed and they had the audacity to engage in حرام in in regards to the divorce يعني ألزمهم به رضي الله عنه عمر compelled them to have to abide by what they said وقال إن الناس استعجلوا في أمر قد كانت لهم في أناء فلو أمضيناه عليهم he said the people have become hasty regarding something that was supposed to be, they were supposed to be uh, relaxed and take their time with it. So now we're going to run it uh, against them. The Sheikh said, I'm saying this now because people are playing around with this. 
حيث يأتيك رجل عامي ويقول إنه طلق زوجته في الحيض من عشر سنين. Some layman will come to you said he he divorced his wife while she was menstruating ten years ago. فنقول له إن فإنه قد وقع. We say to him, you know what that divorce had actually occurred. فيقول لك إنه طلاق في الحيض فيكون بدعيا. He said no, this is a type of divorce that happened in during menstruation. It's a bid'ah. يقول هذا وهو عامي لا يعرف الكوع من الكرسوع. لكن لأنه لأن له هوى. He said, uh, he said, he's a layman who does not know the kur from the karsu'ah. The funny thing is, I don't know what karsu'ah is. Now, we say that the common, uh, the vaunt statement is kur min al-bu'ah. But it, seem, it seems that in the Gulf region, they have a karsu'ah, which I like more than our bu'ah. I need to look up the word karsu'ah and see what it means. He said, anyways, this man does not know basically his elbow from his knee. But he's saying this because it's in agreement with his desires. فَهَلْ يُمْكِنْ أَنْ نُفْتِي مِثْلِ هَذَا وَنَقُولَهُ طَلَاقَكْ لَمْ يَقَعْ can we give a fatwa like this and say to this person, your divorce did not take place? Al-jawab, la yumkin. No, we cannot. Because we have a responsibility in front of us on the day of judgment. We say, you have, you have, you have cornered yourself. Now you basically, you've, you've cornered yourself. Now deal with it. أرأيت لو أنه حين انتهت عدتها من تلقى الطلقة وتزوجها رجل آخر فهل تأتي إليه وتقول المرأة امرأتي He said do you see if, if her عدة ended after this divorce and she married another man does she come to him and say فهل تأتي إليه will you come to him and say that this wife this woman is my wife الجواب لا يقول هذا he will say he will not say that فإذا كان هو الذي ألزم نفسه بذلك فكيف نفتح له المجال if he then he compelled himself in this manner, then why would we open the, you know, the path for him? In all matters, in all affairs, divorce that occurs while woman is menstruating, most of the scholars say that it occurs, that it, it, it counts. Those who say that it doesn't count, Imam Ahmad said regarding their statement, it's an evil statement. Meaning you should not take that opinion. Brothers, it's not from the sunnah to divorce a woman while she's menstruating. Let's make this matter clear. It is not from the sunnah to uh, divorce a woman while she's menstruating. Of course, one of the wisdom, one of the wisdoms behind that is that when women are menstruating, they're technically half crazy. During the menstruation, their, their emotional, their emotional state is unstable. They're very uh, 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 edgy. They're 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 sensitive. Uh, they sometimes they just they're not there in their greatest state. So if if obviously a woman may violate uh, her man or she might transgress against him, she might you know the worst that she could be towards her husband is when she's um, when she first you know gets her menstruation, and you need to be patient with that. But if every time she starts acting up. During her menstruation, she's going to get divorced. It's a problem. That's why it's not from the sunnah to divorce a woman while she's menstruating. That said, if a man were to do it, you cannot say, no, it doesn't count because she's menstruating. According to the sheikh, no, it does count. Since you did it, now you have to deal with it. But if you were, if a man wants to divorce a woman, he has to divorce her after, during a cleanliness from menstruation and one which he did not have any sexual intercourse with her. So she's clean from her menstruation. No intimacy between them, and then he divorces her. Meaning, when he's most calm and collected, خلاص, he's made up his mind. Him and this woman cannot cannot live on together anymore. نعم. على كل حال نعم. إيه. المثال الرابع 
And do we have time? I don't think we have time. Is this hadith? Oh, it's going to be a minute before we get in it. Okay, khalas. We could stop here, inshallah, because I'm already five minutes beyond my allocated time. Uh, please note page 122 of the PDF. Inshallah, next uh, time we will deal with al-mithalu al-rabi' the fourth, whatchamacallit. What happened? Yeah, AC. Irham Abuk Shtigal Ya Sheikh. I'm praying behind an Imam who doesn't say Ameen loudly. Is it Sunnah to say it Ameen loudly because you can't hear it? Yes, you can still say your Ameen loudly, even if the Imam doesn't say it. Is it permissible to believe the pregnant in pregnancy test where girls test if they are pregnant or not by using their urine or this form go shirk? Why would that be shirk? This is a this is a medical tool. That's like saying if you get an x-ray, then it, it, is, is x-ray valid or is it shirk? Because someone is able to look through the internals of your body. Come on, man. This has nothing to do with shirk. The pregnancy test is a pregnancy test. Ustad, here in India and in Delhi, the Salatul Eid performed in the mosques, masjid or Eid or Eid Gahs are performed in a different way in Ali Hadith Salafi Mosque and Hanafi Mosque. Who is correct, authentic? Oh, mashallah. Yani, do you, yani, by Allah, ya Rabi'ah vlogs. Do you expect me after all these years to tell you, go to the Hanafi Mosques? Of course you're going to go to the Ahli Hadith Salafi Mosque. That's what's correct. Those are the people that look for the Sunnah and they follow it. Not the Hanafi Madhab who are going to follow their forefathers in the Hanafi Madhab. Come on now. Come on now. That question was a waste of time. You should know better. Oh, what do you mean one out of four? What do you mean one out of four? Salam, akhi wa salam. My friends are continuously wis has continuously wiswas from Satan about shirk kufr every single salah, every single sujood. He forgets his sajda and whatever he does, wudu, he forgets. He totally forgets, cannot remember if he watched a specific limb or not. He has intrusive thoughts about Allah and his messenger when he hears anything related to Islam. He gets whispers telling him it's funny, sometimes it's confused, blah, 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 many times a day. Next. How can we overcome this part of Satan? Yeah, Abdullah, young crow, I've answered this question a good million times publicly and in private. Yeah, Akhwan, the person already identifies the problem. He already knows that this is from the shaitan. All you have to do is stop. Wallahi, you're saying, Akhi, come on now. Yes. If you know that someone is deliberately fooling you and you've recognized that, then all you have to do is stop. Don't think twice. Make wudu one time and go. Pray and go. When you get these evil thoughts, seek refuge with Allah and spit to your left three times and keep on moving. Don't entertain the thought. Busy yourself with something else. It will go away. It will go away, inshallah. But you need to have some, some patience. Don't entertain those thoughts. We have all gone through this phase by Allah. I think most of us have gone through this phase where we had those evil thoughts about Allah and His Messenger Allah is testing you because this is a sign of your Iman. You will get over it. Just follow the Sunnah. The Sunnah says don't entertain these thoughts. Seek refuge with Allah. And on a side note, just be a man. Cut it out already. Tell the shaitan. Abuk jabuk. Yalla. What do you uh, what do you do about females who are in their thirties and fight a lot, and their sisters? You marry them. 
You marry them so that they're no longer uh, uh, available to fight their sisters and they could uh, now take care of their husbands with all this energy that they have, mashallah, tabarakallah. My brother was recommending someone called Muhammad Al-Arifi, but I heard some stuff on him. Is he reliable? No. Muhammad Al-Arifi is not reliable. Hala uh, wallah, Sheikh Adil, our moderator. Let's say a friend passes by passes by from afar. Would a head not be allowed or would it be considered some kind of, uh, kind of prostration? No, it's not considered some kind of prostration, but you should still give him salam. The scholars actually have a lot to say about the, the hand gesture of the salam. Yani they're not really uh, fond of it. So, um, yeah, you probably want to give him salam even if they don't hear you. But yeah, we, we all do this. I'm, I'm guilty of, of nodding and waving and doing the whole thing. It's just difficult to remember. Zakallah khair. Yalla, yalla. What is evidence used to say that reciting using the rules of Tajweed is recommended or rewarded for? Do you know if there are any ulama in Riyadh? There's plenty of ulama in Riyadh, ya Habibi. It's enough for you that Sheikh, Muhammad, uh, Sheikh uh, Salih Al-Fawzan is in Riyadh among uh, many other ulama. So enough, there are plenty of ulama in Riyadh. Uh, what's the evidence that Tajweed is recommended rewarded for? The hadith of the Prophet about the one who recites the Quran and he struggles with it uh, will get the two rewards and the one that he recites it well he will be with the you know the the higher rank and so this is an evidence that there's a way to recite the Quran as we learn from the Prophet ﷺ. and that means you have to do the proper recitation with the tajweed because this is something that was a chain that goes back all the way to the Prophet now Ustad, right now the first 10 days of the Islamic month of Dhul-Hijjah, 1444, <laughs> are going on, in, going on in the month of June 2023. La ya Sheikh, you can share with the viewers how you and your family members are worshipping God. No, of course I'm not going to share. What are you talking about, ya Atif? Atif, did you have to really tell us like what it is right now and what year and, and the Hijri and the, come on brother. No, I'm not going to share with you what me and my family are doing because that's, that's family business. You, you, what you need to know is what does the sunnah teach? The sunnah teaches you to give charity, to fast, to recite the Quran, to do the takbir. Uh, you, that's what you look for. Whatever the sunnah teaches you, you comply. Whether I or my family are doing it or not. What if we're all, what, what if we're all a bunch of losers? So what? You're going to say, okay, alhamdulillah, Abu Musab is not doing anything. Like, I guess I can relax. Inshallah. <laughs> Khalid Al Walid Bidun Ibn. When I go out to eat, I spend around two to three hours. Woo! The same can be said for when I go shopping. Yay! I go shopping and eat out three times a week. Ho! Is this considered wasting time, money, and extravagance? It depends, Habibi. I heard the Sahaba traveled for two days to get the Prophet sweet water. Does this justify my actions? I'm confused how to strike the balance. Yeah, Baba, I don't know. I cannot say that it's a waste of time. It depends on what other priorities you have. Maybe you've already read, you know, you've already done your worship. You've already done the good things that you need to do. And you have extra time and you want to go spend it doing that. That's fine. It's subjective. Unless I live with you and see what is it that you're missing out on when you're spending all this time shopping and eating. Then and only then I can tell you if it's extravagance or not. Also, how will I know how much you're spending? How will I know if you've been extravagant from a financial point of view? I don't know what you're eating. Maybe you're eating a shawarma for $2 or a dollar. And you take three hours to eat it, like some people I know. I literally eat it in two bites. 
Yalla, yalla. Can you please review Daniel's debate he had yesterday with the reformist Muslim? The reformists made so many claims about Omar, Ibn Taymiyyah, and other Salafi scholars that I'd like to see addressed. Ya Abdullah, the rebellious prince, Allah yahdiku yasalhaq. I've told you before, it is not permissible to watch these debates. It is not permissible to watch these debates. Because they, they again, there's always going to be a deviant scumbag who's going to cast doubt into uh, on things that are from the musallamat of the deen. And now, again, the pressure is put on us to sit there and try to defend and explain and elaborate and highlight all of the, the, the junk that some deviant person put on the table. You expose yourself to and now we have to fix it, we have to address it. It's not fair, Wallah. Wallahi, it's not fair. Yeah, if you're not qualified, Wallah, you should not be. Plus, we already know that Daniel finds the filthiest people on earth. Wallah, the next thing I expect is that he finds some, some psycho, trans, super, cisgender, mender, fender, bender, from, from who lives behind the dumpster. I will not be surprised if he brought a bum from the street and he debated with him on uh, whether, you know, whether uh, he likes Italian food or, or pasta or pizza. Because this is one of the topics he discussed with Al-Andalusi, this Abdullah Al-Andalusi. Now, his, his discussion with Abdullah Al-Andalusi about debate, that's something that is worth discussing. But his debates with these low lives is, is, is junk and dirt. No, we're not going to waste time on that. If a local masjid asks you to assist teenagers who barely know how to pray this summer and Sunday school, with summer and Sunday school, what would you recommend teach start them with? Tawheed! Tawheed, ya Amatullah, ya Abdullah, Tawheed. Teach them about Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah's beautiful names and attributes, Allah's paradise, Allah's hellfire. Teach them. Naam. In the previous hadith, the Shaykh mentioned with regards to the statement, Hatta ma yakunu bayna wa bayna Hatta it means his ajal is close. How is this the case when ajal is mudakkar? What? But because it's it's mustatir, a loved a loved mafum غير maktub. So what? لك يا أخي بينه وبينها لا هي عبد الله الله يصلحك بينه وبينها أي الجنة أو النار وليس الأجل بينه وبينها أي الجنة أو النار يلا يا كابتن. Are the virtues of the days of the Hijjah limited to Fajr to Maghrib or does it include the night? The virtues of the days of the Hijjah, no, it includes the night as well. Because Allah says, وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرٍ أم طماطم بالله عليك يجيبي أم بطاطس معاك المرة الجاي وجيبوا لكم شوية كفتة وشوية دبس رمان وخبز أسمر هاي بروتين من عند وودن بيكري وخلنا نتغدى كده غدا عسل. Again with this font. Can we beat a snake to death if we found it in the room? What we do? Beat it to death. A mufti in the West told the brother that if he wants his wife to cook clean, etc., he is imposing culture or, he, or it's not from the deen and it's not necessary for her to do. He should get a maid. 
Also, if he wants to work and he tells her not to, he's making the halal haram. If she wants to work and he tells her not to, he's making the halal haram. And although ghira is good, he should not impose his thoughts. Thoughts is that this, this da'i or this person he spoke to is a deviant, moderate, uh, liberal Muslim who should be smacked with a pair of shoes every day and every night until he repents to Allah. Yani, I don't understand. Yani. What is the point of marriage if the wife is going to be the one running the show and calling the shots? She, he has to get a maid. And she doesn't do anything. What is her job in the in the marital uh, in the marital household? If she doesn't cook and she doesn't clean, she doesn't do anything. What's her job? Okay, uh, brings a maid. The maid does all the work. What does he do? What does she do? She wants to work. He's making halal haram. Allah ya sheikh. Sounds like Yasser Kadi. I heard from recent video that again, we're going to spend our whole life watching deviant people and having to deal with it. Guys, you're going to really tick me off, Allah. Our whole life is watching those deviants and then trying to deal with it. I heard from a recent video from that Umar Suleiman said that LGBTQ can be supported and must be opposed. Jazahullah khairan. He also said he was against Jonathan Brown paper. What is your view on him now? Nothing. Alhamdulillah, he's repented from a sin. Jazahullah khairan. Bravo. Bravo. Alhamdulillah, we're happy for him, Allah. And to, to show to you that we have no 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 enmity against individuals. If Omar Sulaiman is now disowning uh, the Yaqeen Institute and, and uh, disassociating from what they're doing, even though it's his, and he's repenting, then we're going to put them on our channel. But has he reached that point? No. He has 100 issues. He fixed two. Alhamdulillah. 98 to go. When he fixes the other 98, I would put Omar Sulaiman right here on this here, I put him right here and run around the streets with him until he reaches that point. But he's not there yet. But I'm happy that he's repented from those. I'm happy he's more explicit about his views. I watched part of that talk that, you know, he didn't know this and he didn't know that. And that shows you that Daniel could be some really oppressive individual. Like Daniel does not even cut anyone any slack. He sw almost swears by Allah that uh, Omar knew one, two, three, and he did it in spite of that. And the guy saying, I didn't know any better. I didn't do proper research. I made a mistake. That shows you that Daniel, when he, when he, is, when he has enmity towards someone, he's absolutely ruthless, oppressive, and transgressive. May Allah guide him. Al-Kursur, crucifixion. Wallahi ya amatullah, ibghalha mu amatullah, iman. It needs some research. You want me to research it right now? Le kida ya sheikha. Al-Kursu' Taraf al-zind al-ladhi yali al-khinsar. Oh wow. It is, it is this bone. It's this bone or this bone. And some say it's a bird, the stilt. It's a bird, actually. Oh, actually I don't know. But it's definitely not cruci crucifixion. Yeah, maybe it's the wrist. No, but they would have said Al-Kuwa. Uh, wrist is al yalla mashi. Al-Kur, Al-Kursur. Ah. So this is the Kur. This is the Kur. And this is Al-Kursur. This is Kur. This is Kursur. <laughs> well, we actually don't know it either. We don't know the album. From, I know, we don't. But uh, uh, they, they, I don't know. This picture is dumb because it's showing the Kur as being this one. But the Kur is this one. 
you know what? Khali Wali. Okay, he doesn't know his uncle from his aunt. Much better. What is this? It's 2.36. We have to go get the stuff. No need, Baba. Assalamu alaikum, dear brother, dear Ustad. I'm very grateful for my parents as they have been tested heavily and also with me with illness. All is well now, alhamdulillah. I'm now married and do not want to. Sit mixed together at my parents' house with my sister-in-law and vice versa. But my father does not agree with this and sees that I want to split our family. I just want to follow the salaf. Then disobey your father with respect and do not sit with them. Mirfaq is not elbow, ya sheikh. Al-mirfaq, illa illa al-mirfaq. Sah? Wallah, dayyatu jaddi, ya sheikh. Well, it's, it's evidence that, so when they say this person doesn't know this from this, it actually works. Because we all right now, everybody's all over the place. We don't even know any, we don't even know what this is from this anymore. Proves the point, subhanAllah. The scholar or you mean alam? The flag. What do you mean? Is it haram? Or alam? The the Palestinian world is haram. If I cannot find the owner, how should I deal with the money I found in the street? For example, five dollars by leaving it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. I don't understand why people. I don't understand people. You find money on the ground, they they take it, and now they're like, yeah, what am I going to do? Yeah, he leave it alone. Leave Umm al-Mani alone. Why did you have to take it in the first place? And now you have to sit there and announce it and wait for six months or three months. And if no one says it's mine, then you take it. What's all this headache for $5? If you found a million dollars, it's worth it's worth the hassle of you announcing it, waiting. And when you say, who's this? Everybody's going to say, oh, that million dollars is mine. But $5, you should have just left it where it is. And khalas, you're off the hook. you find it. How am I going to find a solution for this? Huh? Yeah, flag. What about what about why would the Palestinian flag be haram? I don't understand what I don't even know what the Palestinian flag looks like, Habibi. I don't understand what the Palestinian flag looks like for me to tell you if it's halal or haram. What is gonna be haram about it? What does it have? A picture of someone like uh, stabbing someone or has a picture of uh, some haram, has a picture of a beer. What does it have for you to think that the flag is haram? Uh, versus uh, the Syrian flag or the Lebanese flag or the American flag. What's what's so flaggy? About this flag that makes it haram. I don't you know, perhaps yes, perhaps you know. You don't you want to listen to anything I say? I think I should end this, this class right now. Okay, I'm going to rest. And then the crucifixion. What crucifixion? Move. Uh, crucifixion, salbi, akhi, there's nothing. Uh, Iman's homeschool is tripping when she said that Al uh, Kursur is crucifixion. That was way off, Ya Sheikha. I think maybe uh, mean the meanings of the colors on it. But what about the meanings of the colors on it? What are the meanings of the colors? Never mindy. I will not mind you, Habibi. <laughs> enough is enough. We all had a, he, he, he mistypes it again. Yeah, you just, bless your baba, mind without the E. 
I blame Google Translate. There's, they changed Google, yeah, Iman? Google has been changed also. Now it's Google. That's my new word now. Did you Google it? Are you sure that it's not on Google? Google it quickly. Tell me what you find. Or do we say Google? Is it Google or Google? Yalla, ask the, post the last question before I have a heart attack today. Yeah, I know, Yunus, you should take a break, man. Fadahtana, Sheikh. Ayy shami, khallat al-sham, baynu ma yarfu la arabi wala inglizi. Lannak arif tiktub kilmet alam, wala alam, wala mind, wala shay, jibt al-eid, bahdaltana. Hatta LOL is divided into two parts. Yeah, Sheikh, where's the other question? Al-khalsuna ba, I have the kids to raise, yalla. Ustadu. I currently uh, am the only driver in my family. What? You drive? Can you have can you have a go at my brothers, please? Yes, I can have a, a, a go and I, I went and uh, have got have gone on your brothers. Yeah, you mean you want me to tell them to uh, drive and not not yeah uh, not force you to be the driver? That's ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous that the boys are are, are being sidelined and letting uh, their sister uh, do the work that they should be doing. You know, as a man, you don't let that happen. For example, when I'm out with my kids, if my daughter is carrying a, 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 a one ounce bag, I make sure that her brothers pick up the bag. I don't let I don't let the girl carry a bag that I know she can carry because it's the man's job to handle those things. If there's groceries, the boys are the ones who carry the grocery. The boys are the ones who can who put them in the back of the car. The boys are the ones who carry them into the house. The boys do all the work that is expected of them. That includes driving. Now, if you want to drive and they want to be nice to you and say, okay, you like to drive, here go, sissy, sissy. Here you go, sister, and uh, go ahead and enjoy the drive, that's another situation. But if they're just like giving up on you and making you do all the work, that's ridiculous, Bob. That's intolerable, intolerable, and that shouldn't be accepted. Boys, come on, man, that's a shame. Get behind the wheel and treat your sister like a princess that she ought to be treated. Women are queens and princesses in this regard, and they should be treated as such. Men do the work, women get spoiled. When we're at home, then there are areas where men get spoiled and women do the work. And that's how we divide our roles and responsibilities and everybody lives happily ever after until uh, you meet your Lord. Tamamu, what is this? I sent you a video of a revert YouTuber who has doubts in the religion via Instagram. Did you see the clip? And will you go reaction to see how? I don't know, bro. I, I, uh, I probably deleted it or whatever. I don't know what I did or what I didn't do. We have to look into it again. Send it via email. Send it on one way to paradise at gmail.com. It's an hour and 11 minutes, you guys. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your whatever next week, inshallah. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.